My name is Ty Brady, the owner of Brady Insurance Marketing, and welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. Today I got a couple of thoughts running through my brain as it races like it always does. Usually, you know, before I lay my head down on my pillow at night. The first thing I wanted to talk about is being comfortable. I want to talk about it as a positive and a negative. For me, it doesn't matter to me where anybody falls. It's not really negative, but some people could look at it as negative from the outside looking in. So the first thing I want to say is being comfortable is not a bad thing. If you're comfortable with let's say your environment where you live and you're comfortable with the amount of money you're making and you're comfortable with your relationships and you're comfortable with your family, I would tell you that that's okay. And everybody's comfort levels a little bit different. But what I would like to say in the, in the flip side of that is being comfortable could be a bad thing. It could be a bad thing for your loved ones. It could be a bad thing for yourself. It could be a bad thing for your mental health. So what what do I mean about being comfortable? So I believe that on the spectrum of right or wrong, black versus white, that there is no middle ground. And being comfortable, I don't believe there's any middle ground. What I mean by that is is that if, if somebody is comfortable... I would dare say there's something they're not comfortable with. And what I mean by that is, are they uncomfortable with their health? Are they uncomfortable with the relationship? Are they not allowing themselves to be uncomfortable to, to feel more joy and more happiness? So it could be a detriment when somebody says they're comfortable. Let me give an example of an agent that is comfortable and that's okay. I have agents that make a lot of money. Where I believe this becomes a negative is they have all the money, all their bills are paid. And the negative to this is when it comes time to prepare for open enrollment, when it comes time to answer a client's questions, they are not as sharp as they need to be. And therefore, the negative would be is they're comfortable and they're not sharp that they potentially run the risk of losing that consumer because they're not as sharp because they say, well, I'm going to put my phone in a desk drawer because I'm comfortable or I'm not going to call that client back because I'm comfortable, or I'm going to send them to customer service because I'm comfortable. That's the negative side of being comfortable in your environment when it comes to work. Let's say it's a relationship with a significant other. If you are comfortable and they are, and you know, they want to continue to grow, that could cause negative results in your relationship because you're saying, I want to sit home and sit on the couch and they want to go to the movies or they want to go for a hike. And I'm not saying sitting on the couch is bad. I'm not saying that your significant other that wants to go for a hike or work out or be more active in life is wrong either. But those are consequences of being comfortable. That leads me to my next point. We cannot control the consequences of our decisions. I've talked earlier about black and white. I've talked earlier about good and evil. You know, there is no middle ground. And if you're not moving uphill and you're not walking uphill, then I would say you're falling backwards. And it's a daily, constant battle within ourselves. For me, I talk to people all day, every day. And I think sometimes my family suffers because when I get home, I don't necessarily want to ask my kids how their day was. I don't necessarily want to say to my wife, how was your day? And and get a debriefing and, and all the things that come because I'm done talking. I'm mentally 
exhausted. But you know what? I know that it's good for my kids. I know that they need that just as much as I need that. They need to take the five or 10 minutes to talk and tell me how their school was or to tell me what they're facing in life. And if I didn't do that, I can't control the consequences of their actions or the outcome of their their decisions. I think sometimes we say, okay, well, if I do this, this is the result I want. Or if I do this, this is the result I want. We have no control over that, especially when it comes to the law, when it comes to talking with people and engaging with people. I can't say, well, I can lose my temper and then I can expect people to just take it and swallow and and live with it. I can't expect that. Tone is really important. And for me, it's a, it's a thing I struggle with because I get really excited, I get really passionate and I control my emotions around my sleeves. But if I yell at somebody or get after somebody, I can't control their emotions or I can't control how they feel. All I can control is me and my actions and my consequences. So, and everybody's a little different. So some people respond when they get that, you know, somebody yelling at them. Some people respond, they shut down when you get after them. Some people start crying. You just never know. But I can't control that. But I have to be sensitive and aware of that, have the mental fortitude to do the right thing. We're talking about two things here, consequences and the outcome of our consequences. Society today wants to be able to do whatever they want, when they want, and don't have any consequences because they get caught up in the moment. And that's unfortunate. You know, recently here in in Salt Lake, I have a good friend of mine. His daughter is very political and she leads a, a pretty big group here. And I was talking to her. And she was frustrated because one of her good friends got caught up in the moment. And if you remember, there was a bunch of kids that flipped over a police car here in Salt Lake City and and burned it and torched it. And she was extremely upset that her friend is now facing 10 years federally. So, I mean, something that 18, 19-year-old girl, because she got caught up in the moment and destroyed a police car. And if you destroy federal property, it's a 10-year minimum sentence. And I just got thinking, I'm like, how is it even possible that you can justify that behavior and then expect there to be no consequence? It's unfortunate all the way around. It's unfortunate for the protest that was being done because I believe in that. It's unfortunate that they got caught up in the moment and the consequence of that decision. I I don't have an answer to that. I don't pretend to have an answer to that. But I genuinely wanted to hear her perspective and where she was coming from. Now, that doesn't mean I have to agree with what she was saying. I, I wanted to make sure that she was heard. I didn't want to cause an argument. But it was uncomfortable for me. It was really uncomfortable because I'm sitting there thinking in the back of my mind, how does somebody even rationalize that behavior and then get upset when we have laws in place to protect us? I just, I didn't get it. It's something I was struggling with and I still struggle with. That's why I'm talking about it. I'm sure people are listening to this. They're like, well, you should get it. They're probably thinking, well, Ty, you should get it and you should understand And they'll probably ask me, well, do you believe that there's hatred? I believe there's a lot of hatred. But it goes back to, I have to be uncomfortable to have those conversations, number one. And number number two is understanding that I can't control my consequences. There's ways of doing things the right way. There's ways of getting their point across without the violence, without the hate. Just because somebody doesn't agree with you does not mean they're wrong. They have an opinion just like you have an opinion. And I think society draws a line and says, it's either my way or the highway. And I believe that's wrong. If people would genuinely listen to each other, I believe 
that they could respectfully disagree. You hear a lot from me talking about football and teaching kids and winning games. Everything they do is a team. Do that? Does that mean that they don't have different opinions? Sure they do. But when it comes down to it, when they pull together as a team, they win. They're not saying, well, you block this way, I block that way, or I believe you should block outside or block inside. They come together for a common goal. And what is that common goal? To win, to succeed. That's it. And if more people would find the time to talk and respectfully disagree and find common ground and respect that they're going to get uncomfortable and it may hurt their feelings and it may drive them crazy. It drives me crazy because I don't get it. And you know what? For the life of me, I want to get it, but I don't. Do they have opinions that are valid? Sure they do. We just did a, a big meeting about politics and they, they're, you know, Democrat versus Republican. And this is my belief. They've both done good. They've both done bad. There's things I agree with. There's things I don't agree with. Does that make them wrong? No. And if I want to change or if I want things to change, I have to be able to voice my opinion. But I shouldn't get blasted for voicing my opinion. I should be able to just like somebody else can voice their opinion. And that's it. I don't have to be... but. Oftentimes, if I don't agree with somebody, they come after you to the core and they, they say you're wrong. And again, it's not about wrong versus right. It's my right versus my right and their right versus their right. And it's finding that opportunity to, to learn and to love. We cannot control the consequences of our decisions. So we can't say this, I'm going to do this and this is the outcome I want. There are laws for a reason, so people should follow them. And if they do, we'd be a lot happier in life. They'd be a lot happier. Things would be a lot calmer, and there would be peace. And in order to make all this work, is people have to be willing to be uncomfortable with their own thoughts, their actions, their decisions, and be willing to listen. Um, Nobody walks in the exact same path as another person. And we're all unique. We were born here for a reason. And we were born to do something great. And I hope each of you listening to this podcast understand that know from my heart that everybody was here to do, born here on this earth to do something great. Whether they choose to find that potential and to bring it out of themselves, that's up to them. But if you choose to do that, you have my full support. Thanks again. Keep sharing. Keep tuning in. Have a great day. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To contact us, please email thetybradyway at gmail.com. The Ty Brady Way was edited and produced by Marlo Belmano. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.